0: Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things.
1: I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. The this- vomit inducing thing
2: hola creepos welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast the show that's a true crime podcast and a drinking game
1: <laughs> right as carl reminded me this week the only show that's a true crime podcast and a drinking game drink whatever time Vinny references pro wrestling for no reason i'm very
2: excited we are one week away from the live show that's right less
1: than a week away this saturday in Lombard, Illinois, uh, watp.live.com for tickets, and we will have a scum parade on that show. Yes, I'm preparing it as we speak. Nice. I found an amazing
2: story for it. It's such a good story. I was tempted to do it on this show today. Okay, but I'm like, you know what? I got to save it for the live audience. Beautiful. So love it. I guess you're all fucked. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go back to China this week. We've never done this before. We've never picked the same category. Two times, but it's a big place. And last week, there were so many stories that we had to choose from. We both were like
1: ready to go with a second choice. And yes. we said, let's just do it because they're both pretty fucking good. Yes, correct. There are so many creeps in China, and I would say underreported in this country. So these are these are fun, and they're they're not easy to research. A lot of these, there's not a lot of information out there. You know, like a bunch of the ones that I read end with convicted and executed,
2: <laughs> right? End of story. End of story. Why did they do it? Eh, they didn't give a fuck. They're just like you're done. We
1: kind of pander to our criminals here. We
2: want to know what makes you tick, right?
1: Tell yeah. us more. We we make them celebrities and give them 14 documentaries and a Netflix deal. We're a little silly over here. It was 2020 <laughs> when people were like. Oh, that
2: Ted Bundy. He was a dreamboat. Like, that's where we're at. We're still celebrating this. guy. Yes. Like, we're a fucked up society in China. They're like, no, you're a piece of shit. You're not even going to find a news article about this asshole. Gone.
1: Well, because in China, the CCP is like, we're the ones that kill the citizens around here. Not you. Us. This is our job. (laughs) You think you're going to get some glory (laughs) upstaging the emperor? Do you? We'll take care of this. You know, the the government does everything, including murdering innocent people. We got we got you. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, my
2: creep today is the Chinese government. Well, <laughs> you win. All right. <laughs> I'm on the board. No, no. Let's talk about last week's results
1: okay. before we go too heavy. This was interesting last night. Um, do you want to? Do you want to talk about what happened?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: talk about it because you were at the club. Steve O's in town. Yeah, yeah, and he had. They added two more shows right on yeah, Sunday. So he was
2: sold out uh, for both shows last night. Yeah, and uh, I was a part of the show. I was running all of his videos for him and doing shit. So that was my part of the show was being behind the scenes and being in no way in anywhere near any spotlight. Mm-hmm. where I belong in the shadows of the quarter.
1: Yeah, that, that's not the point though. The point is that you were at a club that was packed with people and telling them to vote for you. Oh, 100%. At the last minute. All the servers, because we bartenders. Saw, we saw that around 8:30, yeah. I had a lead of about that 9. That was right votes. before That was right
2: before yep. the uh, second show started and I was saying to the servers, "Hey, come here. You guys got your
1: phones, come here." Yeah. I was ramping up towards midnight. So, right. So I had a lead of 9 votes at 8:30. And then people are watching it throughout the evening. All of a sudden, you take the lead. Like, whoa! How there's this many votes? And then you came out and said, "No, nope, I'm telling people to vote. There's no <laughs> shenanigans, no bot traffic."
2: And no, yeah, I was.
1: Those are legitimate people that, going and voting. I saw you telling people that. I didn't know if I believed you or not, but whatever. I took a picture
2: and gave somebody the middle finger on
1: Discord to I show like that. a giant line of people. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Vinny's good with Photoshop, but not that good. So yeah. that story checks out. Now, what's interesting, though. Oh, I is was totally
2: pandering. I will admit it because I was fucking pissed.
1: You didn't have a great weekend. No, I, I'm not having a good. You're ending. not. It's not going well for you. Well, um, I'm going to point out later. We'll see on how much show, longer it's going anywhere for your buddy, Vinny. I'm going to point out a weekend that uh, could only be the best weekend of anybody's life that you and I could never pull off. But that's a little foreshadowing. So, what's crazy, though, is that at midnight last night, which is the cutoff time for voting, somehow, someway, even though I was not talking to anyone or communicating, I was at a packed club telling people to vote for me. But for some reason, I crept back and I won by one vote 91 to 90. Oh, no, God! Oh, yeah, baby. I'm no, on the wrong God, board. Please, no! No! So I well, thought you sucks. had it. I thought you had it last week, Vinny. Your creep was was crazy, the most prolific serial killer in, in Chinese history. But people got behind that my creep triple was, digit numbers, Carl. People got behind that my creep was selling the meat, the the people meat uh, to the wet markets. That he was keeping the eyeballs in jars at his house. It just seemed creepier. My dude was just giving corpses AIDS.
0: Oh,
1: fuck you. so i am in the lead already for the next round i'm up one nothing now wow that was an amazing victory i'm gonna on my do part. something
2: that hasn't been done around here in a while you requested that i hold off on my consequence from last week seamus to stand up until tomorrow night oh right yeah which is going to be the night
1: okay so i gotta go and film this so uh, yeah mike yeah okay. you need
2: to be there tomorrow night well i'll give you the details so i
1: sent you It's about a seven-minute spot where he does his first
2: stand-up. So I'm gonna have to break it down to the amount of time that they allow me to have. You should take out the shit where he talks about being a ginger, and that's what I was thinking. I was gonna ask you what you want to do because there's like bits about looking like Conan O'Brien, and I'm like, I mean, it would be funny if I did it. Andy Richter,
1: Andy Richter would make more sense,
2: right? I would deliver it with confidence so that the audience would not only not laugh, they would just be completely
1: confused, right? Right. Well, well, you're going to do it either way.
2: Yeah. So no one knows it's happening except for, I think, Brian Ball because he listens to this show. And he texted me and he goes, oh, I can't wait for this. (laughs) I can't wait either. So like nobody, none of the comics know what's going to happen. And I'm just going to show up and fucking do it. And then you and I are going to the bar.
1: Well, I have band practice after that. But I'm just going to film it and, and get out of there so I can go play in my instrumental rock band. Fucking hate you so much. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. It's gonna uh, be so fun. All uh, right. I so. might even like release it in pieces. Cause I'm so excited about this. I don't even know if I want to put it all out there at it's, once. We're gonna
2: release it uh obviously on the uh Instagram for the creep off.
1: Yeah. It, we'll put it on YouTube, we'll put it on Instagram, we'll put it, I'll put it out on WATP channels, we'll make sure everyone sees it. I'd rather you didn't. I know. Would you please not? <laughs> I know you'd rather I and didn't. please don't put video please listen. <laughs> I have one request. Uh, no. Nope. I have one request uh, of someone you. someone reminded me that we were talking about doing uh Vic's stand up at one place and then going to another place and doing uh I
2: don't know anything about <laughs> it. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. You're
1: already getting off the off easy here. Now listen, here's what
2: I wanted this is my request, Mr. Okay. SEO. Yep. When you post this on YouTube, when we put it on the off channel, <laughs> it's labeled as uh, Seamus or Patrick Michael's stand-up consequence, mm. not Vinnie Paulino stand-up. We'll see. Because that will be a problem we'll for me. We'll see about that. And I'm going to <laughs> very politely, oh, sucker. This is not good for me. Do I
1: look like someone who cares about your career, Vinnie? <laughs> do, you th- do you think I'm worried about you losing out on gigs because people Google your name? fucking kill you. I know. With a knife. I know, I can't wait. This is great. All right. I might write Vinnie Paulino 17 times in the description, <laughs> just so that shows up first for any type of search that somebody puts in. <laughs> Vinnie Paulino, comedian from Rochester, NY. Vinnie Paulino, funny guy. Funny Vinnie Paulino. <laughs> All right. You Are should you not having an event? <laughs> you should not have really planned know, that you know. scene. I wasn't even thinking that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I am.
2: Yeah, well, I run the YouTube channel, so. All right, so what do we got?
1: China round two?
2: Do it. Hit the bell. Very good. So- you won, motherfucker. You know what? Let me get in the mood for China. Hold on. I downloaded this wonderful uh, sound of the Beijing senior choir singing. Carl, this is lovely. This will get us right in the mood for this.
1: I feel good now Great, now I'll be humming that all day Good What an earworm that I'm was I'm telling you, it's stuck in there What a catchy ah, diddy.
2: Ah, ah, ah. Now you know why Yoko Ono sings like that Yes Because <laughs> she's retarded <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, my She's creep. Mrs. Ah. <laughs> my creep is uh, Wang Chang So Wang Chang Everybody have yep. fun tonight
2: Oh, tonight
1: His parents were divorced when he was six years old. His brother stays with the mom. He goes with his dad. Now, his dad is an alcoholic who gambles illegally. Uh, Not long after the divorce, the dad is arrested for trying to kill someone in an argument over gambling. So you would think he'd go back with his mom. Well, the mom was already hooked up with another guy at this point. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want you. Yeah. Yeah. So he, Sounds like the kid's
2: the one who lost gambling.
1: Yeah, right? So Chang has to go live with his grandparents. Now, his grandparents do not live in a very nice neighborhood, and it does not work out very well for our
0: friend Chang. His stomping ground was Taiyuan Lu, or Taiyuan Street. Because he was much smaller than many of the other people there, he was mercilessly bullied and often robbed. On one occasion, Chiang was beaten so badly that the people who passed his body... Record that they thought he was already dead. He woke up, covered in his own blood. He gritted his teeth and crawled his way back to Shenyang Railway Station. Are you telling me
2: that your creep is the smallest man in China? <laughs> I know. Do you know that's how gonna be hard. Tidy you have
1: to be? <laughs> it's hard to do. You have to fit in people's pockets. <laughs> well, the problem was that this kid was not going to school He didn't have anyone looking over him, looking after him. So he's just out on the streets and getting his ass kicked. So then he turns to robbery. So he decides, you know what? I'm just going to start robbing people and sticking knives at people's throats and asking for their money. Well, that doesn't last too long. He does get arrested for that.
0: In June 1991, Chiang was caught and sentenced to two years in a labor camp when Chiang was released in 1993 he was a different person
1: all right so he comes out of labor camp which chinese labor camp that sounds pretty brutal yeah we talked about it last week there's not
2: books they call them re-education camps right but it's legitimately just
1: you're breaking rocks motherfucker so after this, he starts teaming up with different people. He starts getting these partners. So they would team up, the two of them, and then they'd have these robberies where they'd stick people up with with their knives. Did they have cool finishing moves? They didn't have cool finishing moves. This is uh, before Mortal Kombat, I believe. Um, it's kind of like the Joker, though. Like he was just teaming up with different guys, and he wanted to be like the leader of it. And eventually, he built a team, and they went on a crime spree together. And they were they were going around just yeah just burglarizing and, and robbing people and uh i always wanted one of those a crime spree team yeah that'd
2: be fun wouldn't it like just a bunch of guys like if you're going down you're going down with your buds
1: yeah yeah i, I think uh you should also film that and put it on facebook Vinny. cool i just
2: might and listen and i'll seo it for i would you. like yeah. to apologize that you're not invited
1: <laughs> that's fine it's, the,
2: <laughs> it's all you re- it's really the club feet you're not going to be able oh, to get away oh you think i'm not
1: fast enough you think that's the problem okay yeah fair enough I don't know Um, what you're capable of so now he's got a group of people together and they're robbing people and uh, if you get held up do they have a cool name group of people who want your money
0: you should probably say yes or bad things will happen on one night at around 10pm they entered South Lake Park and located a couple in a secluded area the men demanded that the couple hand over their money but they refused at this point Tiang and his accomplices pulled out their knives and some rope. They tied the couple together and started to stab them, eventually tossing them into the lake before making their escape. So if hey. I'm in this gang,
1: if I'm in this group, and we tie these people up, now we can take their money, and then they're like, hey, we should stab them to death. I'd like, no, I don't think we need to stab them to death, guys. No, no, we got the money. We got the money, we're good. They're like, no,
2: I think we should probably start stabbing them to death. You know what, Carl. I take it back. You can be in the gang. <laughs> yeah, see? We, there might be a day when we need a voice of reason like you. <laughs> Guys, we might not a- murder
1: everyone. We, we, <laughs> right? We're going to need a level head like you around. <laughs> well, Chiang was not a level head because this got him very excited about what would, would be his future. A few
0: nights later, the men went out again hungry for more. They found a couple walking in Youth Park. The men surrounded the couple and Chiang hit the male over the head with a large stick. Whilst his accomplices searched the man's pockets for money, Chiang dragged the woman to some nearby bushes and raped her, hitting her and leaving them both for dead.
1: All right, so now Chang the- is like, I know that we're just robbing these people, but also I'm probably going to rape one of them, so that's part of this now too. Uh,
2: the bushes, nature's bedroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys go get a bushes? <laughs> Oh boy. All right. So this went on for a couple of years until 1996 when he was arrested for robbery and he lied to the police and he said, oh yeah, what I do is I I dress up as a police officer and and then I, you know, tell people that they got to give me their stuff. So they arrested him and they gave him three more years in uh, a labor camp. During this stint, by the time he got out, he had decided I'm no longer working with other people. I need to do this
0: Solo. Chiang was released on the 4th of December 1998, six months early for good behavior. Oh, good behavior. He headed to South Canal in Shenyang, where he attacked a woman with a large branch and raped her at the side of a river. Only three days later, he would attack again, attacking a woman with a metal bar and rape her too.
1: He was really oh, Jesus saving up that good behavior.
2: Well, it's nice that the one was by the river. That's kind of nice. A little yeah, romantic.
1: Nice view. Yeah. I'm sure it smells
2: great, too, in China. Oh, no. Just being raped while watching turds
1: flow past you. Well, yeah. And I don't think they have an EPA over there. No. The amount of pollution. Anyway, so um, the first year out of the second stint in a labor camp in, in prison, whatever you want to call it. And uh, he has a pretty pretty good year. Uh, If this was a rookie year, these would be
0: numbers that were like future Hall of Fame numbers. All right. He would later recall that within his first year of release, he committed more than 20 attacks, leaving at least 12 dead and raping seven or eight women. He said that he could have killed more, but he never checked on them and he never watched the news. So he didn't actually know how many he killed from all of the attacks. So that's pretty interesting. This is a guy who's going around killing people, raping
1: them, and he doesn't even care you like, that person survive? I don't know. Whatever. I'm on to the next thing.
2: That's interesting because most of these guys, like, remember everything. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. Oh,
1: they're into it, too. They're proud of themselves when it's all said and done. This guy's like, I don't know, probably 12. Could have been more. I attacked a bunch of people. So something like that. Michael Daly just called you
2: out. He goes, EPA thought Carl was a libertarian.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> the EPA did serve. Uh, so it actually helped us out at a certain time, and now it's just gotten out of control. That's not Jesus the point. That's right. not the point, though. Mm. Um, let's talk about this guy. He would just go on sprees, man. He would, like, have wild
0: weekends yeah. like, like this one. Many of these would be in succession. One such spree would be on the ninth, 10th, and 11th of May. In these three days, he killed six men and raped two women. God,
2: I'm not going to lie. I get a little antsy, you know, beginning of spring, too.
1: Yeah, right. You know how to get out of the house, do something. But when you do get those three day weekends, I feel like I always squander them. You know, you come back to work. what did you do? I'm like, oh my god, it just they flew by. I just relaxed the whole time. This guy's like, oh, I killed six guys and raped two women. I was, I was on point. So what happens is he's doing this, and it's all happening around the same time in the same area. So the police decide, let's put some people in plain clothes. We'll get some plain clothes police down there, and we'll get to the bottom of who's doing this. Well, Chang, to his credit, recognizes that things are different and he could feel that all of a sudden, like, wait a second, there's more people than there usually are and things seem to be like in order a little bit too much. So he had to put things on pause for a little bit. Okay. But he couldn't put it on pause forever. So
0: eventually he found an opportunity. Even though the police were heavily investigating the crimes, Chang could not help himself. In August, he found himself climbing a scaffolding structure. And on the second floor he saw a woman sleeping in one room on a sofa and in the room beside hers around seven or eight men they must have been labor workers he silently crept in and hit her over the head and raped her he would take what cash he could find and climb back down only when he was there a police car was waiting for him he silently dropped the metal ball and his pig's knife behind his back and made his way to the police car. They asked him what he was doing. He told them that he was working for a local market and was unloading vegetable trucks. The police searched him but found nothing and told him to go home.
1: Oh, boy, these Uh, these Chinese uh, police in every one of these cases that we've been researching here just bungle up everything. This guy's a real
2: Jeff Jarrett just hitting everybody over the head. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Fucking Elkabong over here.
1: Oh so again the police have had multiple chances at this guy he just keeps getting out of the labor camps and keeps getting away with this shit until finally I gotta say that this is what makes him the winner this week of the creep off you don't know that month, I'm calling my shot Vinny
0: later that month he would break into a chicken farmhouse and find three people sleeping inside a teenage girl and her parents Chiang took a pickaxe from inside the farm and used this to kill the girl's parents before going into her bedroom and striking her in the head. He would then take her body outside and have sex with her corpse, committing necrophilia.
1: Oh, necrophilia. Okay. Hmm. That's a uh, pretty creepy behavior there, Benny. That's what you got? Uh, yeah, that's what I got. So, so he fucked a dead teenager and you're like, oh, that's nothing. This guy fucked a dead teenager. Okay. Uh, In 2003, the police picked up this guy who stole a motorcycle. Yeah. And that was an old buddy of Chang's back when he was teaming up with people. The guy dropped a dime on him. Get the fuck out. And they, and they caught him with the information that his,
2: his buddy gave to the police. I'm sorry, man, but they got me with the motorcycle.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my God. So uh, between January 95 and July of 2003, there were 45 total murders, 10 total rapes. On uh, November 15th, 2005, they shot him in the back of the head. They brought him into a room and just... Pow! That seems like a really messy way to kill someone. They but. told him he was going to be made. Yeah, right. <laughs> they walked him into <laughs> yeah. a room. They put him in his Sunday best. He kissed his mom. Can't kill a made guy. That's the problem. <laughs> so Wang Chung is uh, the creep this week. Vinny, what do you got, buddy? My creep today,
2: his name is Bai Ning Yang. Okay. He, 18 years old. We're going back to 2006. Now, young kid, bit of a problem in his neighborhood. He doesn't really have a job, just kind of floats around the neighborhood. He has a dad. He has a family. But, you know, he just kind of does his own thing. And he kind of was into the school teacher. Okay. At an illegal kindergarten.
1: What's an illegal kindergarten? Exactly. What are they teaching them, like that uh – uh Communism is bad? Is that what makes it illegal? I think, that, I think they teach women there. Oh, not cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they do to make no, it illegal. The Chinese are, are – they let they, uh, women – go to school and shit don't they
2: well they do they do but one of the things that uh we should point out here before we get too far into this is one of the things i mentioned to you when you were when we were talking before the show yeah is that in china they had a bit of an epidemic with school violence kind of the same way we do in america except you really can't get guns over there right so these motherfuckers get creative when they get very very upset so I guess they had to crack down on these like illegal private schools. I don't know what they were teaching, probably stuff that wasn't proved by the government sure. or something like that. Yeah. It so, definitely
1: wasn't critical race theory, that's for sure. No,
2: it was they not. They weren't teaching that. It was absolutely not. <laughs> so one day our boy Bai is walking down the street, and he walks on a private property, and he's just kind of walking through, and it was a freshly paved road that he was walking on. There is and, no
1: private property in China, but God.
2: Well- that's the way this is worded from the uh, okay. from the articles yeah. that the government has allowed us in the West to read. Now, <laughs> right? He, <laughs> the man was on a lovely villa that was owned by a farmer.
1: <laughs> As he was skipping down this private property, lush with crops, <laughs> yeah. He
2: uh, got yelled at. The dude was like, "Hey, fucker! I just paved that. Get off of that!" And by snapped, bro. He mm-hmm. fucking snapped. He went to the village, and he waited for the farmer to come to the village. He hid around, and then he jumped out of nowhere and tried to murder him with two knives. The guy got away, but
1: he chased him through the fucking town. You need one hand to grab the guy and hold him. That's why you don't kill someone with two knives. It's hard to just go, "Ah!" Just the one knife! Yeah, two knives makes it more difficult. I knife at you! (laughs) Yes, this guy's an idiot. Okay. Yeah,
2: oh, he's not. He's 18. He's not a smart kid. He was just so upset. At this guy, but he, he tried to assault him and they tried to subdue him, but this kid's fucking slippery. He got the fuck, got the fuck away. Okay. So, but he was identified. People are like, oh, that's that dude. It's by We know where his dad is. So they go get his dad and they go to hunt him down. And, uh, when they find him, they kind of all corner him like, yeah, man, you need to come with us. You tried to kill a dude today. We need to talk. Well, he again, escapes the crowd and grabs a five-year-old child. Dude, where'd he go? He's the fucking gingerbread man, this kid. (laughs) Yeah, right? He gets the fuck away. (laughs) He grabs a five-year-old child and holds a knife to his throat and holds him hostage. He's like, you're never going to take me, see? And that's the way
1: the news goes.
2: And dude, (laughs) like the wind, he's gone again. No shit. They don't see him for two days. Okay. He's in love with the school teacher.
1: The kindergarten teacher. The kindergarten teacher. How old is she? Uh, I don't know. Is she hot? Did you find a a photo or anything? She might have been. All right. (laughs) Fair enough.
2: So this escalates quickly, Carl. Okay. Uh, On the morning of May 8th, 2006, about 9 a.m., Bai went to the classroom where she taught. It was on the second floor of some type of this building that I guess they had a whole school in. In the classroom, there were 21 kids and the teacher. Apparently, she was kind of rejecting his advances and said, You need to leave. Yeah. So he leaves for a minute. He comes back. But when he comes back, he brings his two knives. But he also brought something else with him a condom. No. (laughs) Three gallon buckets of gasoline. Oh, okay. And a lighter. That escalated quickly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he's sitting there and he looks at the kids. He gets them all like, He's like, Ha! Everybody in the corner. They're all backed up against the wall and he looks around and he sees this one kid and apparently he saw a kid whose parents he knew and he's like you you can leave oh nice he was like he literally was like fuck you <laughs> fuck you yeah. fuck you you're cool
0: and fuck you I'm out
2: so he lets the one kid go then he just starts throwing the gasoline on the teacher on the children and then between the children on the floor and between the door so they what an- then he lights the lighter drops it setting them all on fire carl brutal he set an entire
1: kindergarten class on fucking fire yeah that's um if that happened here in the u.s i think they'd make fire illegal I'm pretty sure. So on the scene,
2: two kids died. Ten more died later. Okay. Teachers dead. Every, all these kids are fucking burnt the fuck up. The ones that survived, and they could not find this motherfucker anywhere. It took 800 police officers. Wow, these
1: people are incompetent.
2: <laughs> these people <laughs> suck at their jobs. I hate to be the one to do it, but they, the cops, are just like, "We got to find this guy. He burnt up the kindergarten class." And they found him living in a fucking cave in the woods. Oh, neat. Yeah, he went camping after. Right, yeah, And cool. uh, they uh, took him in a room and shot him in the back of the head. All right, good. My dude set a kindergarten class on fire because someone told him to get off of his freshly paved street. That's a good one, Vinny. That's a pretty fucking good one. That's a good story, buddy. It. It's not a fun one. Not a fun one. Not a fun one. So if you're going to vote this week, go to thecreepoff.com and please vote for by Ning Yang, the kindergarten cookout. <laughs> that's good. All right. I so, mean, that's uh, terrible. Yeah, I guess that is, uh, that is this week's contest. Carl, are you ready for some voicemails? I am ready for some voicemails. Well, the voicemail segment is brought to you by our friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of
1: Syracuse. An update to our new mask guidelines. Please wear a mask if you have COVID, if you are unvaccinated, or if you look like a
2: typical Syracuse citizen. See you in Syracuse. McBride, if you ever dial in another one of these. If you ever call on another one like that, you and me are going to talk. <laughs> I need some good quality material He's had there. some
1: good ones. We can let that one slide. McBride's like, I do tell jokes. <laughs> some better than others. <laughs>
2: <laughs> First voicemail. Question about the live show.
1: Hey, creeps. It's the Chicago weed guy. So you guys are coming to Lombard, and I was wondering,
0: you guys want to smoke weed?
1: Let me know. Call <laughs> me back.
2: Vinny, you got an answer for that? Just come say hello. And please identify yourself as the Chicago weed guy. Yes. When when you introduce yourself, lead with that. We'll be all ears. Oh wait, he left a second he left a uh, a second voicemail.
1: I forgot to mention, Chicago weed guy yet, that I actually have a bunch of weed and would like to share and share with you guys. <laughs> I mean we, both, we got the it. entire cast. Uh huh
2: uh-huh.
1: And um, I'm already going to the event, so yeah, let me know. All right. See you guys.
2: Cool. All right, please identify yourself <laughs> as uh, CWG. Yes. The Chicago Wee guy. Nice. Hey, Carl, did you call in again?
1: Hey, Vin, this is Carl. I just wanted to remind everybody to subscribe to WATP at Patreon.com.
2: Now, what I just released is episode 88, the banned episode where I trashed
0: on helpless women and they made me take down the episode. Now, since I'm not on any other podcast, you should subscribe to my podcast at WATP at Patreon.com.
1: Get it, pal.
2: Really, Carl? Sorry. You never, you don't, you fucking barely talk about the creep off on your show, I know. but you're calling into this one just to leave
1: WATP Patreon. Well, you think that's annoying. You called in to the WATP hotline. Well, somebody had to plug the creep off.
2: Hey Carl, this is Vinny. <laughs> Wait Man, a second. these creeps really do get grind my gears. I can barely sleep. Thank God that you gave me the link to Newcom.com slash W-A-T-P so I can get more restful sleep in a shorter amount of
1: time. I, Vinny, really do love this product. See you soon, Carl. Thanks, Vinny. I appreciate you trying them out. It's partners.newcom.com slash K-A-R-L. N-U-C-A-L-M is the name of the product. Is how it's spelled. New- Don't interrupt me, cunt! Um, but anyway, thanks for I'm glad you're enjoying the product. Thanks. Vinny, you fat loser. And Carl, you, uh,
0: c- clubfoot loser. At this point, the cheating isn't even, isn't even the person who is cheating's fault. It's your fault. Take,
1: I don't know, a hundred dollars from your Patreon and give it to some Indian on Fiverr who knows how to do HTML and CSS and get them to make you a real website so that way you don't have all these cheaters. uh, You're fucking retarded,
2: both of you. Especially Vinny. No, especially Carl. (laughs) 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 He makes a point at the end there. That's funny. All right.
1: Hey, Vinny, just listened to the uh, most recent episode, and I've got to say you might want to learn how to uh, mix mix your
2: sound. Uh, I was trying to listen to your stats on your guy. Couldn't hear it over the fucking organ. So i uh, going to have to go for Carl this time. Sorry about that, bud. Have a good day. I was busy. Don't you know CM Punk is back? Drink.
1: Drink. All right. Um, I got uh, a note from one of our long-term fans that uh, I couldn't play on WATP. I couldn't play this on the Gateway Show. I have to play it on the, on the Real Deal Show. <laughs> W-A-T-P! What's up, Carl? Just gonna let you guys know that I actually can't be a part of the show anymore. I got a girlfriend. She's eating up all my fucking time. This is, uh, this is goodbye. I can't call in anymore. Keep it up, though. You guys are great. Don't call me back. I hate when that happens, man. People get involved I, in their relationships I, I, and then they can't participate. Oh, wait, he called back. He called back.
0: Fucking hell of that shit! away from me, bitch all right
1: hey uh what's up carl i <laughs> <Just laughs> want to let you guys know that um my, that relationship didn't work out so i could be part of the show again oh good call me back james obsolete He's back. That's Yay! good. Yay! He uh he then called back again. I think maybe he was feeling bad about something. I don't ever wanna hear you say <laughs> I have a boyfriend, boyfriend. Cause I need a girlfriend. <laughs> All right, so he's got a lot of free time now, uh, which is great. Back. Yeah, but he has to get the
2: show. seven months' worth of back bacon. Now Ooh. I have one poor voicemail. This is a suggestion for the wheel, Carl. Okay.
1: Hi, uh, I'd like to rename
2: Anonymous. Uh, I got an idea for that wheel of nonsense you guys got there. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the loser has to come to my, uh, I mean, Sutter in John's apartment and get rid of all the cockroaches. And also bring some beer. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well,
2: yeah. Wouldn't that be a fucking great consequence if you have to show up at his house with like an exterminator back?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm into it, man. Oh, by the way, did you see that the guy who was living in Florida was going to buy a cockroach costume and go to John's standup? He ended up not going because he didn't want to pay for the tickets, but I thought they were comped. I thought they were free anyway, but he was saying he wanted to pay the 50 bucks. I guess you have to buy food and drink while you're there. Carl. It's like, dude, we would have chipped in for that. Are you kidding me?
2: Carl is a very generous man sometimes. He would have taken care of it, I would have taken care of that. If you have an opportunity to troll that hard...
1: Yes! If I got video of you wearing a cockroach... Outfit at a Jets Jet stand-up show. Old
2: hamburgers got deep pockets, kids. Oh,
1: for that? For that type of stuff? Hell yeah.
2: Little tiny shoes. Deep pockets.
1: <laughs> I think even Dr. Steve might get involved in that one.
2: So Dr. Steve's coming to do the show in a couple weeks. He right? is. Yep.
1: We have him scheduled.
2: Yeah. So listen, can we talk about what we're going to do next week? Because we're going to be on the road. Yes. You're going to be traveling next Monday. I'm going to be hanging out in Chicago. Okay. So what I'm thinking of doing is this. Tell me what you think. I'm, I'm spitballing here, okay. and I'm spitballing live. I think for the regular creep-off listeners, we're going to pull a WATP and give you one of our bonus episodes Okay. that we'll put out on our normal time in the feed for you to check People out. People love that. People they love it, it when
1: you do that. Give, give away but, the content they paid for. They love but it. But
2: check this out. Check this out. Yeah, I'm listening. All of you patrons, Dick Masterson is going to be hanging out with us in the Airbnb. Yeah. I'm going to put together a scum stream. And we're going to record a scum stream while we're in Chicago. So
1: wait, you're going to do two scum parades in one day? Why not?
2: One's for the patrons. Uh-huh. One's for the patrons. And then one's for uh, the live show. Hey, man, I'm, I'm forward if we can make it happen. I think I can make it happen. Okay. But we're going to do our best. Um, Either way, folks, I apologize. And then
1: we actually, will be back. Actually, that's interesting. So if we did record that... So the, I think the only time we're going to have with, with Dick and everyone is going to be Saturday morning-ish. So if we did record that Saturday morning... We put that out on the Creep Off Patreon, let Dick put it out on his Patreon, too, so that he's getting some value out of it. Yeah. And it'll just be exclusive content for uh, people who subscribe to those shows. I love it. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then we just release a bonus episode to everybody else, but you patrons, you get special, fun, new content. Okay, cool. So, everybody else, we love you. You're still going to get something, but you got to forgive me. Your boy Vinny's sick. I can't do everything. I'm sick. I'm not doing well. Please.
1: Doing fucking everything. Give me can. a break. He's doing everything. Give me a
2: fucking break. All right.
1: All Very right. good, Vinny. Let's let's try to do that. Then. Let's do a scum parade. Oh yeah. You probably want me to play a, a drop now since we're going into the scum parade. Do it. What?
2: If you're coming to the live show in Chicago and you want to make my day, come visit me over at the merch table. Get yourself a creep off poster. They're 10 bucks. They're beautiful. Full color. They're color posters. Very and nice.
1: Very nice. I got to pride deciding the word hamburger.
2: <laughs> you're not going to do just the K.H. <laughs> That's a Dude, you, you are someone who could get away with just putting Carl. Yeah, I think you could.
1: Carl, and then I'll put my jersey number and then write Hall of Fame. Yeah. All right, cool.
2: Yeah. What is your jersey number? Did you ever play an organized sport? I did. I, was... I heard you trying to brag that you played soccer. Did you get, like, cleats at a Build-A-Bear? How the fuck did you play uh... soccer?
1: <laughs> you saving that one up, Eddie? That's not bad.
2: No! I was just listening to it. I went, he's played soccer?
1: Not bad. Not bad. With played...
2: those fucking
1: abominations in your feet? I scored a goal in Lucerne, Switzerland, all right? How was that for a little humble brag action? I, we played in England and Germany and Austria and Switzerland when I was a teenager. Who's we? My team and myself. We traveled
2: over to Europe and played a bunch of games. And you scored a goal? I
1: did. Uh-huh. I didn't know that the Special Olympics Here traveled. We Here we go. They let us play against uh, kids that were half our age, and uh, we won a game. <laughs> yeah. You, were you like Trevor at karate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was number nine anyway was my jersey number.
2: I imagine the American soccer team was really great compared to the uh, European kids. Oh, my God. In England, they destroyed
1: us. (laughs) They beat the shit out of us. Well,
2: now that we're talking about England, that's a wonderful segue into our first story today. Burnley, England, a care home staff, raised the alarm after spotting a man incessantly exposing himself at the window. Okay. So he's basically going to the nursing home Mm -hmm. and giving the old people a show. Police are hunting the man who donned a clown mask and exposed himself at the nursing home. It sounds like he may have lost on the Wheel of Consequences somewhere.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. All right, so there's a uh, clown mask, there's girls' panties, uh, what else can we about? And uh, a nursing home. Believe it or not, that's not what was
2: on the wheel. What was on the wheel was uh, a trimeth.
1: <laughs> the <tri-meth laughs> one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah,
2: so the man who was dressed in women's underwear and wore a clown mask was seen standing at the window was performing a sex act on himself he was blowing himself <laughs> no
1: it wasn't that so if i lived in a nursing home i'd request this type of entertainment they don't get fun stuff like this coming through all that often it's usually just some old woman at a piano singing songs from the 40s this guy's way better than the last clown right <laughs> yes and by the way this could be an act if he could make balloon animals with one hand. Yeah, this would be an act you could take on the road.
2: Dude, I'm so glad Dorkles is okay. <laughs> so
1: Dorkles, Dorkles is got away is. with it. They can't find the guy. It's great. They yeah, have no idea who he is. He's on
2: the loose. He's on the loose right so now. So if you're in England and you have any information
1: uh... <laughs> on Dork- Dorkles, a, cool guy a clown out. mask jerking off in front of a window. It's fucking amazing. Why can't we? Why can't they export that? That's a fun crime. That's a funny, fun crime. Yeah. You're if, a creep, but it's funny. If he gets arrested and I'm in that jail, I'm high-fiving this motherfucker when he comes in. Like, wait, you're the clown guy? Yeah. Well, not that. don't high-five him with that hand.
2: But, you're going to yeah. walk in and they're like, my grandma lives there, motherfucker. <laughs> My grandma says you got a huge hog. Congratulations. My grandma says you could suck your own dick. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: when they said a, a sex act on himself, I, I
2: know it's... I'm joking, I'm making it up that a clown sucked his own dick in front of senior citizens. It's funnier, Carl.
1: I'm assuming it's more like Jaggin it, jacking it, jagging it, jack spanking it, jacking it, smack. But you're right, it is funnier when clowns are sucking their own dick. Yeah, man. That old trope. I think we need to work that into our logo.
2: <laughs> clown sucking its own dick. It's fucking funny,
1: man. Christ. I'm going to start a rap group that's called Clown Sucking Their Own Dicks. We're clown makeup. We'll be the ICP rival game. Well, they're
2: retiring. ICP's retiring. Are they really? Yeah. What's his one? The 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 fat one. He's sick. Poor Are they going to wrestle still, I hope? <laughs> Me too. Drink. God bless him. <laughs> So uh, you're ready to have a good time. We're still in England, I believe. Yeah. October 2018. We're going to go back a little ways of this story. Um, A horse owner was mortified to find her grandson standing behind her horse with his pants around his ankles. Mm -hmm. The grandmother was not the only family member to see it. The kid's name was Nicholas Sardo, and he fucked the animal in the field in front of his grandmother and his aunt. His aunt told police that she saw him naked below the waist as he pressed up against the pet's backside. In the affidavit seen by the Daily Star, it states that uh, they called the police out to her home in, in – uh, oh, I'm sorry. This is Florida.
1: Yeah, this is uh, – yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm an idiot. It says get, the-, the unemployed Florida man is the way they described it. I'm thinking how many stories would come up if you Googled the unemployed Florida man? it's a nice qualifier it is a nice qualifier really i agree
2: i agree unemployed florida man sets you up for a fun story every time the document says Sardo admitted to his aunt tony that he had fucked jackie g the miniature horse four times that week yeah what but he is- said listen aunt tony i wore protection he did
1: he put on a rubber
2: yeah. he wasn't gonna- i'm not gonna get the horse pregnant
1: well, I, I don't need to worry about protect it. Protect himself from STIs. Does he know something about the horse's past that we don't? Uh, Obviously, Nick's like, I've seen who you've been with. I'm putting on a rubber.
2: Well, Grandma went out there originally to find out who the horse was
1: fucking again. It's like, ah, oh, the slut. She's right. out there banging again. And then the aunt came out there, saw him fucking her, and she was like, get a stable. And they all shared a laugh. It was a good line. <laughs> the horse at her and went, hey. <laughs> so wait. He was fucking an ass in the ass. What an ass.
2: Now, that's, that's a joke that works on a lot of layers. Right?
1: Because.
2: <laughs> that's a good joke. So uh, this guy is just fucking hopeless. It just goes to show you, though, Vinny, love
1: always finds a way.
2: So this happened in 2018. So he spent one month and 24 days in jail. Since then, he's gotten himself into a little more trouble. Oh, boy. They found that he uh, was possessing more animals in his house. Mm, he's not which allowed is, to own animals. He's not, not allowed, animals. allowed to own animals. No. No. I don't think it was a pony. It was probably something a lot smaller, which, uh, according to him, it's a nice change of pace. Tighter. The second incident that he got in trouble for apparently... He attacked an old woman in his street, and he dragged her down the street by her hair. 73-year-old woman. Yeah. Screaming, I'm going to kill you.
1: Yes, because she was going to call the police on him, right? Yep. Yep. She was going to call the police on him. He doesn't him. like that.
2: Yeah, he does not like it when <laughs> He's the police get involved in his love life. <laughs> I mean, would you? <laughs> no. No. So, uh, yeah, that is Nicholas Sardo. He's in a little bit of trouble. We'll find out what happens. Now, this is a fucked up story. A medical student disguised himself as a woman. Before throwing acid in the face of a junior doctor he had studied with, a guy by the name of Milad Rofe donned a mask and sunglasses before throwing the corrosive substance over Dr. Rim Alawai, who was in her 20s on the doorstep of her home in Brighton on May 20th. Well, on the run, Rofe discarded the items of his costume and bins across the city of Sussex before buying new clothes from Primark, which I guess is a store there. Officers later examined hours of closed caption TV footage to follow all of his movements, discovering he had heavily disguised himself as a female to carry out the attacks and a search of his home in Cardiff. Also found items matching the clothing he bought, as well as a handwritten list of the items included in his disguise. A handwritten
1: list. How quaint is that? It's usually like the Google search history. This guy's like, oh, welcome, officer. Thanks for coming. Uh, So here's some pretty damning evidence that I wrote up for you also. Fucking England, man. I liked that blouse so much that I bought two of them. So I have a, a matching blouse for the one I discarded when I was running from the crime scene, this guy should have just put on a clown mask. Jesus Why is Christ. it all this elaborate ruse of putting on makeup to look like a woman? That's not a good disguise. Just put on a clown mask.
2: It might be part of the kink. But I also find it really fucking strange This person didn't think that cameras would see them just like stripping off the disguise. yeah, especially- like it's just like the end of like an oceans movie where they just got away with the heist. but in this case, the heist was throwing acid in your ex's face was it and his he's just ex? like stripping off, be like, yeah, got it.
1: They didn't explain that they were had ever had a uh, romantic relationship. They didn't, I'm just guessing, yeah. I don't know something weird is going. They on. said to really that- explain what happened.
2: They said that he was wearing sunglasses and a mask, and then sprayed her with the liquid in the face, causing irreversible burns.
1: Yeah, they actually call it in their life-changing injuries, which usually I, I would think change is good. But when you hear life-changing <laughs> injuries, that's never a good thing. That's never like, yeah, I've been upgraded. So we don't even know what happened. She's probably fucking burned out an eyeball or two. It's pr- pretty uh, horrific, if you ask me, buddy. I think that's creepy behavior. This resulted in a guilty plea, and uh, he will be
2: sentenced on October 7th.
1: A handwritten list. What a fucking moron. Yeah, I mean, my God,
2: you can't have a proper acid attack without a handwritten list.
1: Also, once you're done purchasing the items, go ahead and throw the list away. You don't need it anymore. It's just evidence.
2: I like to file these things in case I ever decide on doing a second acid attack. <laughs> right. Fucking idiot. An idiot. All right, so uh, Carl, you yes. teased something on WATP. I did. And uh, our creep, we got a hometown boy right
1: now. We got a hometown boy, Lance Mitchell, who I graduated high school with. I was friends with the, Speaking of soccer, I played soccer with this guy and his younger brother. Did you all go
2: to Europe together? Um, I can't
1: remember if Lance was with us in Europe or not. I don't think so. But uh, So him and his older sister, Dawn, who I also knew. Uh, so we we were pretty close with the, with the Mitchell family. And uh, this past Friday, friends of mine from high school sent me a link to a, a local news article that these two have been up to some shenanigans. I guess back at the end of May, their stepfather went missing. Okay. And they were on the lookout for this the stepfather. Now,
2: you know, everybody gets very concerned when the stepdad goes missing.
1: Well, I checked my buddy Lance's Facebook, because we're friends on Facebook. And he was right up there going. If anyone has any information about the whereabouts of my stepfather, please call nine one one. We oh, got to we got to get please. to the bottom of this.
2: Okay, you know he's broken up. Okay. It.
1: So I don't know if you want to read the story, but they discovered that his remains were burned in a fire pit on his property. So
2: the fa- the stepfather's name was William Charles Mason. He
1: went by Bill Mason. Yeah,
2: Bill Big Bill Mason. Yep. Uh, they discovered him in the fire pit his his cremated remains basically. Right. They had a very intense fire. Right. Now, right. your boy Lance and his sister Dawn have both been charged with second-degree murder. What they have at the moment on them is that there was a fire that people have proof of the day around the time that the guy went missing. Correct. And it was, then they it was have the
1: afternoon well into the nighttime this fire was going.
2: Yeah, and then they have Basically, cremated remains removed from the fire pit that matches DNA. Right. So they're arrested. All right. His
1: their lawyer is going. They're grasping at straws here. Yeah. Another guy I went to high school with, by the way. His attorney. It's so. This is such a weird story for me because it's like. You're mean to tell me that that someone from
2: Spencerport is actually was admitted to the bar.
1: Yes. And the other guy from Super Support decided that he wanted to work with him on purpose. I don't I don't get it either, but it <laughs> seems like a really
2: bad idea. Well, when you're that desperate, he must be guilty.
1: All right. So you ready for this? Let I happen on, to mate. have an insider with some inside information. Now, are you gonna be spreading family. salacious gossip right now? Or yes, you be- correct. This is no one's reporting on this information, and I'm going to tell you that it is gossip. I, I, I'll say this. The person who gave me this information has never been wrong about anything she's Ooh, ever told. Ooh, salacious gossip time. She's salacious not, gossip not, time. Not. Salacious <laughs> gossip time with Carl. I am going to read you the text that my friend sent me. I'm going to leave out some of the things that might identify who this person is. But she says, so Don has lived in the house behind. Oh, this is the other part of the information that we needed to lay out there. Their mom, who was married to Bill, because obviously you know that's that's their stepdad, she passed away last November. So she has just recently passed. Okay. All right. Was there
2: an inheritance or anything like that? Well, so listen to this.
1: So Dawn has lived in the house behind her mom slash Bill's house on their property for free for the last 20 years. Okay. So Dawn, the 46-year-old daughter, is... Living rent-free. So she she likes that situation. Sure. Um, Lance lives in a house not too far that his dad gave him, his real dad, okay. biological. So uh, Mary Ellen, the mom, passed away from cancer. And Mary Ellen and Billy had a son together who who's about 28, lives in Pennsylvania. He's married, has a couple of kids. All right. So now Bill's fa- – he has family now. He has grandkids in Pennsylvania. Right. So – Mary Ellen, who's from this area... Well, they, they're both from this area, but Mary Ellen passes away. Bill decides to sell the house and everything and move to Pennsylvania to be closer to his son and grandkids. You know, he's retired now. He's 69 years old. He's retired. He's decided, I want to just spend time with the grandkids. He told Don she would need to find a place to live. The weekend this happened that he went missing, Okay. he had a house sale to sell everything. Lance and Don weren't happy they weren't getting mommy's money and also... Lance's ex, who I also went to high school with, was getting remarried that weekend. So my friend is speculating that Lance might have been in a fucking rage. Like, his ex is getting remarried. His stepdad's taking all their money and then where his sister lived. And he's taking it all down to Pennsylvania. Uh, does he think
2: his sister's coming to live with him, maybe? Uh, so his sister did move in with, with Lance. Oh, oh, they're sharing a cell?
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. yes. So, uh, so this is interesting. So... She she says, I'm not 100% sure how they killed him, but supposedly Don ran him over with a car. Then they put him through a wood chipper before burning him on the property. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Dude, this is insane. This is a kid I went to high school with. We were friends. He put his stepdad through a wood chipper. And the reason why they knew it was him. Fucking Fargo style? Fargo style. And that's got to be so... That's going to be a mess. How do you fucking clean that out? That's going to be a mess. So apparently the reason why they were able to identify him is because he had a knee replacement and the metal pieces were in the fire pit that still had like the serial number on them. So they could identify exactly who this knee replacement belonged to. Oh, shit. How fucking crazy is that? So No, that's, they, that's
2: true, though, because like my yep. mom had her hip replaced. Yep. And so she. That's they, why you haven't I killed know that, her yet, because they'll be able to identify the body. Yeah, they'll know. They'll <laughs> <laughs> know.
1: Yep. I
2: like the. you do If UD it wasn't for that goddamn hip, I like that you do No one would
1: suspect her, sweet, sweet boy. So, yeah, until they listen to 60 Hours of the Creep Off, that's, that's all they would do in court, is just play episode after episode. Like, we should bring this Carl guy in for questioning,
2: too. No. Listen to him sing as this child is screaming as a dentist tortures him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So that's the story. That's the inside scoop. Fucking wood chipper, bro. Let's keep a close eye on this one. This is interesting stuff. By the way, I want to say my sister-in-law, Chrissy, who's uh, active in the Discord. She's probably on YouTube now. She usually is. Uh, Thank you for the t-shirt. Yes. Thank you for the t-shirt. I got mine. Got my new creep off t-shirt. Thank you for that. Uh, but Chrissy also graduated with me from this class, so we had a fun conversation about it yesterday uh, over at my folks' house. So this is, uh, this is quite the news story, man. This is something else. I'll be keeping a, a pretty close eye on this. It's, it, I, I said this on WTP, but it's so funny how Mike Boudet told me, you know, Carl, there's a lot of people that you know who turn out to be murderers you don't even know about. I'm like, no, there aren't. Shut up. And then a week later, it's like, okay, yeah, maybe he was right. Never
2: mind. I had a teacher murder his parents. Really? Yeah, a teacher. Yeah.
1: How old were his parents?
2: Well, he was like an Iraq, like vet, and he wasn't kind of okay. He wasn't wasn't okay, and he was having like flashbacks and shit. Okay. And uh, he was living at home, and he was like working as a teacher. And he was young. He was a young dude. Yeah. And uh, he fucking went nuts one night and fucking murdered them with a baseball bat.
1: Wow. Yeah. Huh. So you're saying that the Iraq war was a uh, mistake? Is that what you're trying to say?
2: At least the second one.
1: <laughs> I would imagine.
2: The second one wasn't a good move, man.
1: Yeah, but Afghanistan worked out well, so at least we have that.
2: Agreed. USA. USA. <laughs> <laughs> We're a great country. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to vote this week at thecreepoff.com. We will be back uh, with a bonus episode next sometime this week, and you're going to get a— uh, I haven't decided which episode we're going to release.
1: Any suggestions, Carl? Should we do the? We should probably do that one, the scum stream one. We did. do a scum stream. Okay. I was
2: thinking I remember, maybe remember we could that do a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't want to give away any Kaya and Jessica Yanov stuff. Oh yeah, those are good. Too. Those are too good. You gotta you gotta ante up if you want okay. the good stuff. If All you right. want the pamper chew, if you want that, you got ante up. Okay, right, cool. Patreon.com backslash the creep off. We are going to be back. Thanks for we- giving me Monday off, by the way. That's awesome. Oh, dude. I, you're traveling. It's a travel day. I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> right. I'm going to be but asleep. But looking forward
1: to the live show and looking forward to meeting the Creepos and especially uh, Carl's Couseroos at the live show. If you're part of being on you know, Cardiff Electric and I have made up, it's a possibility that I can forgive and we can get along. We'll see.
2: I will hug all of you Couseroos. I not- love you all <laughs> as if you were members So many
1: watch you nowhere near them apparently Yeah Yeah
2: You know we'll you I'm thinking up. about changing the name VNA the whole Q thing it's is ne- over. It's
1: negative connotation, right? Yeah, yeah It seems yeah. like you're an asshole in front of <laughs> I
2: think we might be the Creep Foundation.
1: Interesting. All right. We might be you want to cre- rebrand? You're going to do a rebrand on it? Might,
2: I might. I'm thinking about it. All the right. Creep Foundation sounds pretty good. You keep thinking about it. Though, All everybody. right. So please send your photoshops of clowns blowing themselves to Carl. And that's <laughs> yeah, that. that we'll see you when we get back from Chicago. And our next uh, live in studio episode is going to be with Dr. Steve. So. Oh, is that true? Yeah, man. And that's going to be on a, a Wednesday. He it can't is going to be Mondays. on a Wednesday. So we will be back with you guys. We're going to go have some fun with you guys who care enough to come see us live. We're going to have a blast with you.
1: Yeah, and if you're thinking about it, and you know, pull the trigger. WATP Live Tickets start at twenty bucks a, a seat. So what's the worst that could happen? They already locked up Lewinsky.
2: Remember, it's nice to be important. Mm. It's more important to be nice. Gagia, yeah. ciao Bella. Drops
1: get me every time. They I love do. Them. I love them.
2: It's stupid. Ah!